T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Tom Thayer, 85 bit. There was one time we were playing Tampa short yards goal line. I was in the end zone waiting for Harbaugh to throw me the ball. Instead of throwing the ball, he ran it in. And I go, Jim, you could have padded your stats by throwing me a one-yard pass. He I goes, I know, but I thought you'd drop it. <laughs> did you think you had good hands? Uh, yeah, I know okay. I did. 41-12. Look at these things. 1985 Super Bowl champion. Walter Payton, Mike Ditka, Hungry Chicago, finally champions on this January day in New Orleans. Tom Thayer with Mullion Hall. On 670 The Score. Bears. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. What a delight to talk to the great man himself and how humiliating to force him to share the airtime with us. He is Tom Thayer, local legend, and we are delighted to welcome him to The Score Hotline, which, of course, is brought to you by the fine folks at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Tom, good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing well, man. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. You know, we're we're kind of having an argument, I guess, uh, just with ourselves. I, I, I it's we're kind of torn apart about this idea that Orlando Brown doesn't fit the scheme somehow, and that the Bears won't pursue it. Listen, there's plenty of reasons to not sign a guy. If a guy doesn't want to be with a team that's building, okay. Guy's got a taste of winning, wants to win, okay. Guy doesn't uh, think you're going to give him enough money, that's that's a problem on your part. But the idea that you can't pursue a, a, a four-time Pro Bowl left tackle because you're looking for a different style of player is confounding to me. Yeah, me too. But one thing I liked about Orlando Brown when he came over to Kansas City is he made uh, the requirement that he played left tackle. And when I see that from a guy that understands. Hold on a second, Tom. We want to get this answer. So we're going to reconnect. We like the way you're going with that answer. Yes. Yeah, we really did. That's why we want to hear it. (laughs) We like to only have people on that agree with us. No, but, uh, you know, he, he was beginning to talk about that was one of the things when Orlando Brown went from the Ravens to the Chiefs 
he wanted to play on the left side. He yes, played right tackle with Baltimore. That's right. And so he moved to the left side, more responsibility, maybe more earning power, but he's certainly something that he embraced and a role that he relished playing, defending, and protecting Patrick Mahomes' blindside. Yes, he did. There's uh, little doubt about that. So very interesting stuff. Let's get back to Tom. Tom, continue the thought, please, sir. Well, what I was saying is one thing I liked about Orlando Brown when he came aboard at Kansas City is he made the requirement that he played left tackle because they were bringing him aboard to see if he would play right tackle. And he said, no, this is the position I'm comfortable with. This is where my confidence lies. And you see the results of the last couple of years. Now, it isn't an anomaly when you're sitting there playing with an unpredictable, well, or super talented quarterback like Patrick Mahomes and more throughout the development of his career uh, a little bit farther along than Justin. So I think it would be, yeah, I mean, Orlando would know how to uh, figure in the development of Justin and also be a part of uh, what they would hope to still be a, you know, a positive running game as much as anything that Justin's going to provide. So, you know, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be against Orlando Brown and he would be an interesting guy to look at. So, Tom, help us understand, though, if there is a conversation about scheme-specific offensive tackles, when people reference the idea that he might not be ideal for a certain scheme, what kind of traits are they describing, and how much do you believe in that? I don't don't believe in it. I mean, you can play or you can't play. In scheme to an offensive tackle – really doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot of difference unless you're going back to the Mouse Davis run and shoot where you have to control fatigue as much as you as you do results of the play. So, you know, talking about uh, a scheme, you know, in, in terms of having an experienced offensive tackle and there's a scheme that the guy can play in and he can't play in, I don't buy that. I, I just – I don't know if that's just an excuse to – you know, overlook the guy or um, just something that maybe somebody saying behind closed doors because I, I'm not a big believer in that. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Tom. And I, I, I think if a guy can play, you get guys that can play and you figure it out. And this would be, you know, as uh, as kind of uh, decorated a player as you're going to have on the entire offense, let alone the offensive line. So I, I think – I think the guy has proven to be worth uh, the investment, and hopefully they look at him. Where else are, are you looking? I mean, Caleb McGarry is a guy that the uh, the Falcons opted not to franchise. He's a right tackle. I don't know how you feel about him. He um, He's a guy that's pretty solid as a run blocker. I don't know if he was helped by the way they operate in terms of uh, pass protection last year. But, but uh, you know, you know about McClinchy. It just seems like there are options for the Bears at at, uh, at the tackle position that might really improve this team. Yeah, but I mean, are we are we focusing on tackles or left tackles? Because I right. think a guy like Braxton Jones gives you a little bit of versatility, and you know, adding him to the mix as the right tackle. If you did bring in here a bona fide left tackle, and you look at you think of McGarry and the the quarterback that he's played with in the last couple of years and they've already got rid of Marcus Mariota so you'd have to really go back and do some tape study on on him to see if um, the defense you were facing was affected by the quarterback that you were that 
Atlanta was using at the time. And the same thing with McGlinchey. You know, I like the system that San Francisco plays. It's a, it's a hard fought, a physical, aggressive. Um, you know, there's a lot of variety to that San Francisco system. You know, and there it'd be just a matter of a health checkup. And any of these guys that have played uh, a, a good number of years, you know, you'd have to have a good solid health checkup on all of those guys because the last thing you'd want to do is pay a lot for damaged goods and not have the guy be a 17-game-a-year guy because you saw what the Bears went through this year with having so many, you know, players coming in and out of the lineup. And if you're going to try to put together an offense that's going to have some sustainability over the years, it's going to be because you'll have an offensive line that can stay intact for a majority of the games and hopefully a, a few years. Tom, what do you think about Ryan Poles being so forthcoming and confident about being able to use the number one draft pick overall and trade down to get two future first-round draft picks as as certain as he sounded about being able to do that? Well, I, I think you'd have to be a little bit naive if you don't think if you think you couldn't do that. I like the fact that Ryan is going out and going, look, I have a four house hall and it says first round draft first pick in the draft the back come with your best offer and i think that's something he should do to go out there and you know get it you know have a lot of conversations started talk to some teams that you maybe didn't think that you know were in the reality of, of trying to put together a deal try to you know talk to as many people as possible but no i would think does, is Ryan's mind changed after the combine? Is this pre-combine conversation? And is the conversation a little different now after you saw what happened in the combine? And, you know, does it make people increase their level of desire to come out and get one of these talent, these, these athletes that really have opened their eyes to what they need most? Or do you try to develop future draft capital by going and drafting a guy like Anthony Richardson and making sure that you continue the development process fields and then see where you're at in one year. So, you know, there's a lot of different puzzles that I think were, you know, there's a lot of different puzzle pieces that you need to see where they fit perfectly after the draft with then with the uncertainty before the draft, because when I saw, Bryce Young standing amongst the other quarterbacks in that hoodie with his backpack on. He looked, you know, like someone's younger brother there, you know, just, you know, watching his older brother participate <laughs> in the combine. So I, I think it really changes the, you know, the storyline a little bit with the quarterback position, you know, when you, when you saw the guys out there and now you got to wait to see the pro day for some of these guys to see, you know, what they do. I got to tell you, that, that it just blew my mind with that idea. If they were to take Richardson and then wait a year and see what happened to him while you're waiting a year to see what happens with Justin Fields, that would I, – I just am trying to – it boggles the mind. I'm trying to figure out how that would work. It's a it's Listen, a, yeah. if, if we're – you know, the beginning of the conversation started about are you surprised at how Fort Worth that Ryan Poles was in yeah. terms of talking about the first draft choice. Look at I, I I watched the the whole combine from start to finish and you know you become 
wow, the defensive tackle position, there's a couple guys there that ran as well as I've ever seen. Wow, you got some outside pass rushes that put together a 40-time. Now you got to start studying tape because the 40-time caught your attention. When I saw what Anthony Richardson did at the quarterback position, and he's not a guy that you have to introduce to the weight room. He's not a guy that you have to introduce to the conditioning in some of the efforts that you have to put into having that type of performance. And now that gives me a kind of a, le- a, a judgment of his level of desire. And when I see guys like that that show up at the combine in such such incredible shape and so much commitment to the combine, it tells me a little bit about what you're going to get in the future. So when I saw Richardson and I saw what the big picture of value is in the draft and what the Bears need in the future, man, I, I would have to consider him as uh, – you know, part of my thinking process and see what I could develop him into in a year. It's an interesting idea, Tom. I, I wonder if uh, if they can afford to do that, just given how many needs exist on that roster and on the depth chart, which brings us to free agency. Next week, how active do you hope the Bears are, whether it's Orlando Brown or whoever else? How, how active do you th- hope they are and how active do you think they will be? Well, I don't want them to be active just because they have money and they can start throwing it around. I want them to be active in pieces that are going to be brought aboard that are going to help this team in the continuous process to be a, become a division winner. Um, in you know what what um, position of strength are they going to put the Bears in to go out and be that competitor? Are they going to focus their attention on the needs, the extreme needs of the defensive line? as much as they are going to look at some, maybe some, you know, uh, you know, one of the bookend offensive tackles outside the draft. And so I, I would make sure that I would do my due diligence on free agents probably as, as much or a little bit more than I did on the, the combine, the draft guys, because they go through such, um, you know, rigorous schedule while they're there of, you know, the, the meetings, the psychological approach, the physical examinations they go through, but don't bring in a project free agent. Don't bring in a guy that's had a couple years of injuries. And now all of a sudden you think he's going to be healthy for 17 games a year because you sign him as a free agent. It's got to be about building blocks for a successful future, not just taking a flyer on a guy that came into the league with a good reputation, then all of a sudden the last whatever amount of time he's been around, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in an offensive and defensive line that are going to stay together and be an integral part of this football team getting to that, that next level. Tom, you, you watched the combine from uh, beginning to end. I'm curious, what was your take on the whole Jalen Carter experience? You know, the, the fact that he was there and then he had to leave, the arrest warrant was issued, the fact that he came back. And, uh, you know, I guess it was, it's been reported by Big Z that he did meet with the Bears, but he met with them on Tuesday. So I'm sure they're left with questions for him before – they could filter through whatever they um, got from him that night. So on Tuesday, they knew what was going on behind the scenes because everybody had heard what was going on. To me, Jalen Carter, I'm glad he left, took care of his responsibilities, um, even though, you know, because he was required to by law, but then I'm glad he came back to the combine. 
And I think that kind of showed me a little bit what I wanted to see. He wasn't hiding from the fact that, you know, he, this, this whole unfortunate and just super sad incident took place. Um, but, you know, when he did leave the combine and everybody knew he left and when he came back, I, I'm glad he did. And I'm not, you know, saying, oh, congratulations to Jalen Carter for lying to authorities in the first place and then have to make up for it. Um, but I think that Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus, they have a good understanding of um, about the, you know, the player that they can develop, but the person they need to develop is more important. So I hope they got an indication of what type of kid this, what, what type of guy, what type of person this guy really is behind the scenes. And is it just an unfortunate, stupid, stupid incident that, listen, when we, you know, I did stupid things as a young man when I had my driver's license and was doing stupid things. And, um, you know, unfortunately, I didn't have anything like that happen to me that I, that I had to pay the, you know, pay for so um i don't know to me I, as a general manager i would like to have a uh, face-to-face conversation with this kid and see where he's at the sincerity of his apology uh and to see where he thinks he's going to go moving forward because i think that's the determination the bears have to make i'm not i'm not taking him off the board however um, if if I was Ryan and I had the opportunity, like I said, to have a face-to-face, sincere conversation with him, I would know a lot more about him after than, you know, maybe they did Tuesday. But I think they probably knew Tuesday what, what he was going to face. What obligation did he have to bring it up in front of them during that meeting and how much would his reluctance, if it wasn't addressed, affect their evaluation of him as a prospect? Well, I mean, if he completely ignored it and then like he did, um, you know, right after the happening when he kind of told a couple lies to the authorities about what really happened, if he would come in and try and pull that same, um, you know, attitude with me or try to ignore it or try to fib about it, then boom, then you're you're telling me all I need to know. And that is, uh, you know, that would kind of put me on a completely different path of Jalen Carter because I'm not going to have a guy that here that's going to come in, be gifted all this money, then survive on lies. I, I, I don't need that. I don't need that in the locker room. And uh, so I, but I do think that Ryan Poles has been around enough players to understand when a guy is lying to him face to face. Tom, um, how much better does this team get from one year to the next? You know, they worked really hard. They put together some close games, but they ultimately lost a franchise record 14 games. Do you see them as being able to, to start moving in another direction here? Will it take more off seasons before that happens? What, uh, what's your take on where the franchise is heading? You know, uh, to me, I, I think a lot of the pressure is on Luke Getze because Luke sits in the quarterback meetings with Justin Fields. When you sit there and you ask any player, whether you're an ex, whether you're an offensive lineman, a linebacker, a quarterback, you get asked questions in these meetings when you're installing new information. Now, how long does it take that player to answer the question? 
Do you answer it because you know it, or are you sitting there fumbling for answers and trying to go through, you know, all the things in your head that you've been taught, and that'll take you a, lo- a long time? That tells me a little bit about the player. Now, if Justin comes in this year and he and Luke Getze have an incredible relationship where Justin's almost answering the question before Luke gets it out of his mouth, then you're starting to tell me there's mental development that you can add to the physical side of of the practices. And, you know, Luke will never be in a stance next year. He'll never take a center quarterback exchange. But in his overall development of the most important player for future success in this team, Justin Fields, then, you know, he's going to be able to tell you a lot more information during the stages of practice development, OTAs, than anybody else will on, on the field. Great stuff, Tom. Appreciate Thanks, it. Tom. Always a joy. Appreciate it, All buddy. All right, man. See you guys. God yep. bless. That is our guy, Tom Thayer. Wow. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to recover from that. You're gobsmacked. I am gobsmacked. That's a great use of the word. Because Anthony Richardson on your roster when you have Justin Fields already there, to me, and I love Tom, doesn't make any sense. You think it's a redundancy? Yes, I do. I think it's a wasted draft pick. I do. And I, well, it's a good debate. It's a fun conversation. It's a wasted draft pick. Because I just don't know that you need that. What do you want Anthony Richardson to do? Grow up and be Justin Fields one day? If you draft him, that's what you're saying. I got to think about it. I, I got to think about it. I, I really, I love Tom. I respect his opinion. Oh, yeah. And, and it's a great you conversation. Know, and frankly, um, you know, Patrick Manley expressed a similar. He did type of opinion your last before. pregame show uh, yeah i remember and, it and i and i gotta tell you i i uh i gotta think it through a little bit but we can come back and talk about it because it's an unbelievable idea molly and on chicago sports radio six seven worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Score. Make people increase their level of desire to come out and get one of these talent, these these athletes that really have opened their eyes to what they need most, or do you try to develop future draft capital by going and drafting a guy like Anthony Richardson and then see where you're at in one year? Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, six seven to the score. That is the voice of Tom Thayer, and that is a very interesting take that surprised me. And again, he's he's not saying flat out do it, but he wonders if you can develop um, Anthony Richardson, do you develop a draft talent that you could then trade for however multiple picks, whatever the idea would be, whatever you would get from that pick before this draft, could you get the same thing after a year in which the guy was in your system. And if things go great with Justin Fields, then you're laughing and you try to move him. If things don't go great, then you got an option, which is what, frankly, Ryan Poles has talked about when loading up on draft picks for the next year or two. But it's different, I think. Okay. Here's one way it's it's different in a big way. And I, and I respect Tom because it gives something to think about that mm-hmm. we didn't ordinarily think about, and this is what – comes up in executive boardrooms all over the NFL. Ryan Poles, though, has established a has established protection for the possibility that Justin Fields doesn't work out in 2023 by saying and declaring that he's sure and certain that he's going to get a first-round pick in 2024 and 2025 if he trades down from the number one overall position. That will give him two firsts in 24 and two firsts in 25 that will give him enough ammunition to move up in the draft to draft a quarterback next year if that guy exists that is a more certain sure thing than Anthony Richardson is now to me that's what it's saying and that's why I think that you don't have to you don't have you don't have to protect yourself twice in two different ways against the possibility that Justin Fields doesn't work out I think getting the draft capital would be enough And I think it also would give Justin Fields a chance to succeed without the, with without the distraction of having a first-round draft pick in your quarterback room every single day. What makes you think that that would not motivate him? What makes you think that that wouldn't be the maybe the missing link? I don't think he needs it. I mean, I don't. I don't think he he needs it it either. But no no other reason than that. But but do you think it would stop him from developing? I don't know that. I don't think it's a question. I want to. I want to risk the answer okay. to. Right. I, I don't know that I need to ask it. If you have a quarterback that's is not highly motivated and has some questionable intangibles, oh yeah, I think that maybe you want to make him as uncomfortable as possible. If you had Kyler Murray, no <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Murray, maybe so. Yeah. That's a yeah. good. That's a good uh, guy to think of. It, it comes to mind. If you have a quarterback who's but from you, the from the shoulders up, you question if it's Kyler Murray, then you got to take Bryce Young. 
just making a joke. <laughs> I'm just making a joke. Just... All right, let's get to the phone lines. A lot of people want to check in. 312-644-6767. Mario is in Hyde Park. Hey, Mario. Morning, fellas. How you guys doing? Good. There's so much to unpack. And while I've been on hold, I've been thinking about it a little bit more. I I think any draft pick that they make really is contingent upon what they do in free agency because you, you're going to need a backup quarterback anyway. Not saying that you need to draft Anthony Richardson, but I think if you're following the Baltimore plan, you want somebody that plays in the same style as Justin Fields so it can work better for your offense. Sure. I think I think I don't think it has to be him and I'm kind of going back on what I told Dustin. I don't think it has to be Anthony Richardson, but I think it should be a consideration. But if you go through this free agency part and really – because this is the Noah's Ark of all drafts. The Bears need two of everything. <laughs> if you're able in free agency, though, to kind of mitigate some of that and, and not make it so difficult in the draft to say, yeah, you're going to give me two picks for this number one. I'm going to get two first-round draft picks for this number one pick because you really need a quarterback. I'm good because my free agency went well. I, I just think it's it's something to think about for sure and a lot to unpack in that, but I wouldn't run so fast from the idea that there's not doing something like that because they definitely are going to need that. Thanks, Mario. Appreciate the phone call. There's a big difference to me in using your first-round draft pick or a first-round draft pick on a quarterback like Anthony Richardson, and using a fourth or fifth-round draft pick on somebody who stylistically resembles Justin Fields. I also agree that if you want to go the backup quarterback route in free agency, get somebody who is more stylistically like Justin Fields. If Marcus Mariota wants to come here, he might be worth exploring because of the way that he would help you consistently stay with the offensive scheme that you have with Fields if Fields goes down. But I don't like the idea of getting a redundant young quarterback to develop when the one that you have who is the incumbent has not yet developed. Interesting. 312-644-6767. You know, here's the thing. Um, I don't know. I I, got to think this through too. But just off the top of my head, when you say that, what makes you think he's gonna develop? I mean, didn't they? You've got to. You've got to assume certain well, things. No, well, no, no, no. You don't have to assume anything. Isn't the idea it, when you say, "Well, we got to follow this through," but we're also gonna have two picks in twenty four and twenty five, so we can double back if it doesn't work out. He's covering himself when he when he talks about trading the first overall pick, and and I guess my question would be, let's say that he trades down one slot. Mm-hmm or two slots, whatever it might be, picks up some stuff, and then takes Anthony Richardson. Would that be better if it's not the number one overall pick, if he gains maybe a uh, a second not or to me. something? Not okay. to me. Okay. I'm telling you that I, I think that you, it's, a, it's a good question if we're having this conversation. Yeah. But I think that in getting the picks down the road, the future ones, you maintain a flexibility that maybe – if you if you see it through and you're dissatisfied with the quarterback, you can spend it on a quarterback. But but if you are satisfied with but, the quarterback, boy, you're going to be so much better because you've got I, two ones in the I, next two I'm years. I'm just playing this out. I'm yeah. just trying to have an argument with you here. I I don't know how I feel, and and I'm going to 
come back with uh, better stuff tomorrow because I got to think this. I got to sit down and stare at a wall until my mind is made up. But I, I honestly wonder. Maybe go to the Dolly exhibit again. Let's say you want. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Dolly Parton. Um, I, okay, let's just say I went to the Salvador Dolly I know. exhibit. Okay, so is that is that so sinful? I didn't. It didn't do anything for me. I'm, I'm not saying a, maybe you go back. I'm not a surrealist. And you sit you, there. You're saying that it's. As, and you stare and you think. Anthony no. Richardson and Justin Fields. You're, you're saying that's together. as dumb an idea as the dumb, some of those dumb. Well, I'm not saying that's it's a I'm dumb here. idea. We're talking about oh, it, no, so no. it matters. So, but, but here's let me let me just okay it, finish just yep. real quick. Let's say just for the sake of argument that you get to next year. You've you know you've traded away your pick. You got the two picks next year and two picks the year after. If if you then decide, you know what, Caleb Williams would be the answer. How close are you to that first overall pick? Do you need all four of those picks to get you a shot at Caleb Williams? If you're in the position at the end of next year where you're contemplating what it would take to get Caleb Williams, then whatever it takes to get Caleb Williams, you'd be willing to spend. Okay. And let's have that conversation on that day because then I would okay. be all in on Caleb Williams. Okay. If the Bears lose 14 games again – and they're in a position, and or thirteen. If they lose double-digit games next year, and it's partly because the quarterback hasn't taken a step, then let's revisit this. I, I, and I'm not, I'm not the guy that brought it up. Okay, so I'm just, I'm just having. I, I know. I'm playing out the the scenarios. I, know. I don't want people getting. There's people yelling at me. I'm not yelling at you. Yeah, no. You're, you're, oh, the texters. Let's try. Let's try. Shot. He's on the south side. <laughs> hey, Shot. Hey, guys. I had enough TAC for the three of us this morning, and I think I'm going to bring a little calmness to this conversation. I was listening to the time segment, and I'm going to be honest. You know the number one reason why it's logical for, for, for Ryan Poles? Not only would you get draft picks for the future and you cover yourself just in case Justin, who you did not draft, or who's a running quarterback who may be RG3 all over again, and Kirk Cousins was in Washington, was a backup, just in case that happened. Let's keep this in mind. You keep that guy out of Detroit. You keep that guy out of Minnesota. Mully, you don't need too much strong TAC to figure out that asset down the line would be way more valuable if it's no longer in your division. If you can control Justin and that asset, that's the reason to do it. Not saying it's legit, Dave. Just remember I'm your time. I like that. I like that. I I mean, that's a good good point he's making. Thanks for the phone call, conscience. Yeah. He's my someone, conscience. He someone, said I, I, what? Someone has to be your conscience. How did I get into this? I'm talking about an idea that makes absolutely no sense to me, and I'm trying to be polite in addressing it. But tell me how the Bears. No, we don't have to. Daryl. Daryl's on the road. Hey, Daryl. Morning. Uh, my name is Daryl. I've been a Gator fan for 55 years, and I can tell you all about Anthony Richardson. Off you go. Anthony Richardson was a he's dynamic as far as uh, can you know he's very energetic and that type of thing but he's very inaccurate terrible passer makes poor decisions cannot read defenses basically cost Dan Mullen his job and the gentleman that coached him last year had couldn't figure him out either he's just uh, he's a freak athlete that's that's wonderful. But as far as coming in and being an accurate quarterback, he is not. Sounds a little bit exaggerated. 
Daryl. I, I, I don't think he's polished, but I don't think he's terrible either. I, I think somewhere in between. He would be a work in progress. He would be a project for the team that drafts him. I think that – so my takeaway from that phone call is Florida man exaggerates. <laughs> you were calling me Florida man earlier. Well, yeah, that was when Florida man objects <laughs> vehemently. Or Florida man can't make his mind up. Oh, yeah, Florida man confounded. Florida man stuck on fence. Jay is at Highland <laughs> Park. Hi, Jay. <laughs> Guys, what's going on? Love the show. Uh, got a few takes. Actually, probably had like 15, but I only have we'll do a few. Right. But uh, first of all, half of our firepower is draft capital. So the Richardson argument would knock that down. Also, if we draft him, it's definitely going to mess with the locker room. I mean, Fields is a – I love everything about him, but it, it's basically like Poles lying to him. I mean, Poles has been up front to him. He's told him. You're our guy, and uh, it wouldn't be sending the greatest message to the team as far as, hey, 2023, we're kind of going to let the season go. Huh. That's interesting. I I, uh, I like those takes. Bob, I, I'm sorry. It, it's, it'd be like, I'm going to text you, Justin, and tell you everything I'm doing in this offseason, then, then I'm, I'm going to betray that trust you. by yeah. drafting a quarterback. Will you host our draft party exactly. at Soldier Field? <laughs> Bob... <laughs> <laughs> Bob's you know, on the draft, road. Hey, Bob. That's the road. Yeah, driving. Uh, you know, you look at the quarterback, it's a great point. Uh, I think you need almost do need two quarterbacks. I mean, quarterbacks do get hurt. But I'm talking – I like – I wish we were talking more about the ensemble around the quarterback. I mean, right. quarterback did a lot better with a better, ense- better ensemble around them. I mean – of yeah. course, you got to shore up the line. Those are the points. I mean, if you take that first-round pick and get better picks this year and bring start bringing – this is just my I, – I look at this – don't take this wrong. Is it's, not, it's not rocket science. You need these players. What do you, and also then the rocket science is how do you go out and get them? And I think the quarterback point is a good point. Uh, quarterback which which part get, of the quarterback point? The fact that you draft another in the first round or the fact that you don't? He hung up. I like the ensemble idea. I think that if you had like a good horn section, <laughs> well, we do have a virtuoso. Yeah, exactly. So. I, 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 uh, I can, I'm very excited to spend some time with this and talk about it again tomorrow. Are you now frowning upon that? Idea? I'm not frowning upon anything. I, I definitely think it's worthy of discussion. Yeah. It's conversation, speculation. It's that time of year. I just know the way I feel about it. Here's, I, here's what I, I, think. I don't like it. You got all this money, okay? And you've got the, the uh, number one pick. You could take Anthony Richardson, and then you could uh, you could sign Lamar Jackson. <laughs> there would be a time when you eventually you're going to make a deal. If you had that kind of draft capital, you would use it to go into the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. But we will continue this conversation tomorrow, I'm sure. But you know what? Right now, Molly. Right now. Our audience can be someone out there, the sixth caller to the scores contest line, 312-540-0670, and you can win a pair of tickets to Dirks Bentley. Yes, you know Dirks Bentley. He's got that song, Being Drunk on a Plane. He's got a bunch of other hits, too. Special guest Jordan Davis, Tyler Braden. Saturday, July 8th, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Tickets at LiveNation.com. Six callers, 312-540-0670. He's got that one song, and if you don't like that, he's he's got got a ton of songs.
Yeah. I, you don't want me to go through the entire library for Dirk's no, family. No. We don't have the time. Uh, <laughs> Wrong floor. That's the 10th floor. Thanks, Peter. US 99. Thanks, Peter. God. Uh, <laughs> it's a Layla Wednesday. It's Molly and Haw, the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.